guys in Massachusetts. One from New York, one from Massachusetts. Talking sports with you right here on WTBR. Dancing on the ceiling, the dancing on the floor. People everywhere coming through the door. Baseball salaries going out the door. Steve Cohen's going to ruin the sport. Everybody, welcome again to another edition of WTBR Sports Talk. The Jay Giles Band, of course, bringing us down and bringing us around. But uh, Robbie Zucker right here and Sean Cronin on the other side of the glass, as my friend Steve Summers used to say for 34 years. And, uh, well, how was your turkey day, man? Turkey day was great. Lots of football. Lots of stuffing, lots of football. Lot, gra- lots yeah. of yellow flags being thrown around. <laughs> Absolutely. 413-445-4234, the number to dial here to give us a call. Talk about anything you want to talk about in the world of sports, but we got to start with baseball because this is insane. I mean, first of all, our teams are doing nothing. Brian Cashman just sitting back and going, hmm, Corey Seager gone. Hmm, you know, all these guys are gone. You know, Scherzer gone, you know. I mean, Javi Baez gone, not that I wanted him, but I mean... Robbie Ray gone now, so... Kevin Gosman gone. Kevin Gosman gone. And the Red Sox signed the ghost of Michael Waka, who was relevant 10 years ago, who had a 5.05 ERA with the Rays last year. They paid him $3 million last year. So for getting a 5.05 ERA, it earns you a $4 million raise. I uh, mean, they paid this guy $7 million because he said he thinks he's figured something out. Yeah, he's figured out he's old and ready to retire. That's what he figured because out. Because he had a great 20 innings in September that down the stretch that, that justifies a $4 million raise. I mean, it's ridiculous. The Mets had him and then Tampa had him. Waka, waka, waka. I mean, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Maybe they should have put like a little, um, now he's with, you know, the Red Sox. should have a little Red Sox jersey with a Fozzie Bear thing going waka, waka, waka. I always thought that was great for an advertising promo or something like that. But I mean. He pitched against uh, the Red Sox in game three of the division series, and he Gave up six runs in two and thir- two and two thirds innings. So the Red Sox go, oh, we crushed this guy. Let's give him seven million dollars. Makes no sense at all. The Mets signed Max Scherzer, thirty-seven years old. Okay, coming off fifteen and four, going to be thirty-eight. Injury opening prone. Day. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's right. Thirty-eight. Now is that ridiculous? Forty-three million dollars for one year. I mean, please, can we? Uh, it, it, the salaries are getting ridiculous. I'm sorry, but playing a child's game. It's a three-year contract. We, and it's a three with an option out. With an option out after the second year. What's he going to option out for? Sixty million in two years? It's, just, it's, it's ridiculous. Steve Cohen's ruining the sport. And, okay, he is absolutely. We know. We know he's a rich guy. We know how rich he is. He's a sixteen billion dollar guy. We know that he's you know a guy who tweets all the time. We know about his ego and all this other nonsense. But I mean, to give a guy thirty eight years old that type of money. And Scherzer, you know, it's not like he stays healthy. All right, he was fifteen and four. Okay, I understand that, but he wasn't healthy for what the sixth game of the World Series. Right, because not the, excuse me, not the be, World Series, the sixth game of, of, of the uh, ALC, uh, uh, the NLCS. Because he begged to pitch out of relief the game before, and he hurt himself. Right, that's as much on Roberts as it is on. on I mean, Scherzer, he's a warrior. But... Don't get me wrong; he's going to change the Mets' uh, culture in that. In that, I hate the word clubhouse. It's only it's the only one that's not a locker room. It's a clubhouse. Like they're in there all day playing cards and having fun, and you know, it's just if him and Degrom can both ever stay healthy, what a two headed monster that will be. Well, yeah, but they will but they health. ever stay healthy. And that's the thing. They never stay healthy. And, and and the interesting thing is they take them out when they're when they're pitching well, they give them like five, six innings and then they take them out because they're so worried, but they wind up actually hurting themselves. I mean, years ago guys pitch between starts. I mean they they 
would warm up and they would pitch, actually pitch between starts to you know strength and arm uh, strength and, and agility and, and flexibility and endurance. Nobody cares about endurance anymore in the sport. You know, it, it's a lot of mental you know stuff when it comes to, to baseball or any sport. You know, there's a mental side of the game too, not just a physical side. I watch guys that just you know would throw and get better. Look, Roger Clemens got better as he threw. Nolan Ryan got better as the game went on. Those guys do. These guys sometimes get better and then they go, oh, got to take him out. Got a pitch count. Got to put a relief pitcher in there. And they're not even relief pitchers anymore. I call them substitute pitchers. Verlander is about the only guy that, that I can think. Of. I mean, yeah, he just had Tommy John surgery. You know, right? But, and they gave him fifty but, million dollars. Right, but he was the only guy that seemed to get better as the game went on. He ninety two, ninety three in the first inning. You know, get to the third and fourth, he's starting to hit ninety five, ninety six, seventh. He Verlander was a guy that would go deep into games, right? And right. he would always lead the league in complete games. And he he would you know seventh eighth inning, he's out there throwing ninety nine miles an hour. I mean, that's 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 like an old old school style. You don't see that anymore. You see guys going, oh oh oh, he's throwing ninety one pitches. Better pull him. Oh, Tanner Houck for the Red Sox. Oh, 54 pitches, but it's his third time through the order. Can't let these batters see him for the third time again. The way they pamper these pitchers is just absolutely asinine. And can we just say $115 million for Robbie Ray? The guy had one good year. Yes, he won the Cy Young last year. With but, 13 wins. But I the year it. before, he had an ERA over six. I know. It's and his, his, walk, like, his career walk per nine is like over five. It's just, it's just absolutely insane. It's because of this lockout that's looming that all these guys are signing these these crazy contracts. But it's it's like what you were saying to me before we got on the air this morning. It's like, you know, the more money these guys get paid, you're not gonna be able to afford to go to a game anymore. That's the ticket I, prices are ridiculous. Right. Like you said, hot dogs, beer, yep. soda. It just you're not gonna be able to take your family to a game anymore. It's ridiculous. It's insane. I, it is really insane. I mean, I remember. A couple, God, it has to be like 10 years ago, and a, a friend of mine went to take his family to the ballpark to Fenway for the day. It was $400 for everything, you know, amenities and, and parking and, uh, you know, the game itself and tickets and hot dogs and all this other stuff. I mean, that was $400. That was 10 years ago. Now imagine what it costs for a family of four to go to any ballpark. I mean, Susan and I went down to Yankee Stadium. We went um, about was it the year that Jeter retired, so it was about the last week before Jeter was there. I paid $20 for two hot dogs and two sodas. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. 2014. Yep. I remember that. Yep. 413-445-4234. Number to call. Give us a call right here. Right here at WTBR Sports Talk. It's a beautiful Tuesday as usual. We're on the air. Robbie Zucker and Sean Cronin talking did baseball. You, did, did you just say it's beautiful? Well, it's if nice. If you like icicles dripping out of your nose, maybe, but it's freezing out there, man. Come yeah, on. It's, but it's nice. It's sunny, at least for crying out loud. It's sunny. You know, it's, when it's really gloomy and cold, that's when I got a problem. When the sun's shining, it's all right, you know, for me. But I got to talk about this Corey Seager contract and also Marcus Simeon. The Yankees were focused on looking at Seager and the, what's up with the Texas Rangers? All of a sudden, the Texas Rangers are like spending money like it's going out of style. And Corey Seager, it's like, why do you want to go to the Texas Rangers? Because you have big dollar signs in your eyes that say three hundred twenty-five million for ten years. Did you forget they stink? Can you <laughs> name me one? Team. Can you name me one pitcher on that team? I can't. I just yeah, I just said this morning to you. I was like, there's no pitching on. Who's the pitcher on that team? What's the point? Just because you see, I mean, how do you take the Dodger uniform off? How do you leave the Los Angeles Dodgers? I mean, the Dodgers are like one of the great franchises in all professional sports. How do you walk away from the Dodgers? Oh, I got three hundred twenty-five million. You don't think the Dodgers were going to resign you and give you a good amount of money? How much money do you need? It's ridiculous. How many you know houses do you need? How many you know? It's just insane. How many cars do you need? And how many vacations do you need? And until it becomes monopoly money, you know, you're putting down money for you know Marvin Gardens and Park Place. I mean, it's just it's. It's just it's so ridiculous. Now the Mets added a few guys that I kind of like. Um, Mark Cannon, who's a good player, who they got from Oakland, who can play first base in the outfield. 
pretty decent numbers. Not great numbers last year average-wise, but pretty good power numbers the year before. Um, Eduardo Escobar from Milwaukee, who can play multiple positions as well. Nobody plays the same position anymore. Forget that. You know, multiple positions now. And um, the, the one guy they got is the one guy I wanted the Yankees to get. Marte. Of course. If, but you know what? I want to see Esteban Florial play for the Yankees. We've been talking about this kid for how many years in the minor league system? Let him play. And if the Yankees resign Brett Gardner, I'm retiring as a Yankee fan. I've had it. Enough with Brett Gardner already. Please, watch them bring Brett Gardner back for another year. And, and I got people calling me up going, oh, we got to bring back Brett Gardner. Oh, he's such a great player. Well, the guy hits 220 with it. I hate OPS, but you know how much I hate OPS. But with an OPS about 680, there you go, right? I mean... Oh, but he gets great at bats and everything. He plays a really good center field. He's 39 years old almost. Enough already. Can we bring in some youthful players, please? And what are they going to do with Joey Gallo? He's still a Yankee. They want to trade him. What both our teams, the Yankees are doing nothing. What is Brian Cashman doing? And Hal Steinbrenner obviously doesn't want Brian Cashman to do anything. So I have no idea. And the Mets don't even have a manager and they're signing everybody here. And it's just. The, what's up with the Yankees? They, they're not even players for any of these guys. They didn't even offer Seager anything. They didn't offer. Could you imagine if George Steinbrenner was alive and let the Mets get Scherzer? Forget it. There would be there'd be no way that the Yankees would even not compete for for Max Scherzer or a guy of that caliber or, or a guy who's a three time you know Cy Young Award winner. It's ridiculous. They're doing nothing. It's the same with the Red Sox. What are the Yankees doing? It's the- <laughs> Hello, Brian Cashman. Hello. I mean, what are they doing? Heim Bloom has a cute catchphrase, though, with all these free agents that they that they never even looked at. He no. goes, oh, we were in on this guy. Oh, we were interested. We were in the mix. Yeah, that's just a way of telling the, the average uh, clueless baseball fan, oh, well, at least our team was interested. No, the Red Sox haven't had zero interest in any of the top free agents. They said this morning. Red Sox uh, target Javi Baez signs with the Tigers. He was not a Red Sox target. They were never going to give him $20 million a year. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, boy, here's the big signing for the Yankees. Oh, yeah, they got uh, Joe Perosa in a minor league deal. Thanks, guys. We got Joe Perosa for a minor league deal. I mean, what are they doing? And one of my friends said to me yesterday, well, you know, it's still early. It's December already. You know, we got spring trainings coming in February, for crying out loud. It's, you know... I don't know what they're going to do. I really don't know what they're... I mean, Sears gone. Baez, I never wanted a part of. He's gone. Um, the guy I really wanted was Marcus Simeon, but he's playing second now, and Sears playing short. That's a pretty good infield combination right there. But, I mean, what is going on with the Red Sox and the Yankees? I mean... Two of the biggest market teams in the, in, in the league are spending $0. You know, the Red Sox ownership is more interested in buying the Pittsburgh Penguins. Maybe they should go try to sign Sidney Crosby to play, you know, catcher or something like that. I mean, it's... He, he probably could. He's that good. It's it's they they officially bought the Pittsburgh Penguins yesterday, which is oh fries, did they fries my ass? Yep, that that sale went through yesterday. The Red Sox organization brought the Penguins. Fenway Sports you Group. You gotta be kidding and me! They're, and they're giving LeBron James so a bigger Lemus, role. No, so Mario Lemieux has no ownership right now. No, nope, it's officially John Henry. Okay, and company. so I, I got a text from you that you watched the Bruins Ranger game. Did you? I watched watch, a little bit of it. Yeah, you, yeah. Was it good? Did you like? It, I, it, I liked it because my team won. It's it, very hard to, for me to watch hockey because my, my head feels like it's just spinning in a million directions. You know what you got to you know? do? You got to go to a game. That's it's the best sport to watch live because if you watch it on TV. A lot of people don't see the puck and stuff. You know, basketball is just the opposite of me. Like, I can't stand watching the NBA. It drives me nuts. But, I mean, for me, hockey is my favorite sport. But if you go to a live game, like, we'll go sometime to a live game. It's so much better live. It really is. It's, I want to go to the Garden. Oh, absolutely. The Garden or TD, TD Garden was good. I, I, you know, I haven't been there for a hockey game. I've been there for two two Celtic games. But uh, that's one loud building, boy, I tell you. That's a loud, that is a loud building when, when the Celtics get going and they get playing and they start uh, scoring some points. 
that building was so loud. I went on Christmas Day a couple times. You know, that's what my people do. They, you know, they go to basketball games. <laughs> my, my, my old boss, Larry on, on Steinberg, at the, at the old Gans Company, oh, Larry, used to have yeah. uh, season tickets to the Celtics, and they were the seats were four rows behind the uh, basket. So we were right on the floor, and it got crazy in there. It was so much fun going to those games. That was back in the Paul Pierce, Antoine Walker days. Right, so. Antoine Walker, right, there you go. But yeah, I mean, just getting back to the, just getting back to the baseball for a second, I mean, you know, the, the fact that the Yankees didn't even, weren't even a player for Corey Seager, and now the only guy out there really who's available is Trevor Story. And I want to see Anthony Volpe play. I want to see the kids play. And they go, well, Volpe's not ready yet. for. So what are you going to do? What's your stopgap situation? Well, we could, you know, the, the idea was to sign a guy like Corey Seager and then move him to third base. That was some of the idea and stuff like that. But, I mean, next year you got two second basemen. You got LeMayu and you got Glaber. Now they can move LeMayu to third, keep Glaber at second, and then sign a shortstop. But then what's your first base situation? Anthony Rizzo hasn't been resigned. Um, I'd love to see them, you know, go after who I think's the best guy out there for first base, you know. And, and to me, you know, that's my boy from Atlanta. I mean, he's, you know, he's he's the guy. Oh, Freddie Freeman. Freddie yeah. Freeman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the guy. I mean, I, I have a hard see. time seeing him wearing anything other than Atlanta. Of course jersey, not. But. They're gonna re- they're gonna re- he's gonna resign down there, especially after winning the World Series. Like these guys, some of these guys just leave, you know. But I can't get. I just don't understand the, the training with the Texas Rangers. I mean, when the, when the Los Angeles Dodgers are your team. And you don't wear the Dodger uniform? I mean, that's just, it blows my mind. And it's like you said earlier, Anything too, the for heat, money. playing in that heat down there all summer, Yeah, too. exactly. It's ridiculous. By the way, we lost, <laughs> I've seen, I'm looking for all my drop-ins right now on the array thing. I, you know, I couldn't drop in today because I'm, I'm looking at all 30-second <laughs> promos. So if, if the program department's out there and they're listening, guys, come on in and show me where the drop-ins are because I can't find them on here. Because I'm looking at everything 30 seconds. I'm going, uh, is there any drop-ins here, you know, to promote uh, the uh, call letters of the station? So I'm just going to have to to do WTBR and then have the intro come in. But anyway, um, so, yeah, I just I don't get the Yankees or the Red Sox at this particular point. But we'll see. You know, there's still time, I guess. But Trevor Story's out there. Who's out, who else is out there? That, that's, that's about uh, it that's for about the shortstop it, right? market. Why yeah. hasn't Trevor Story been resigned? What's I, the story, Trevor? I, mean, I thought <laughs> for sure he was going to sign with the Rangers because he, he, he t- lives 10 miles outside of Arlington. Right, right, right. I, I right. thought he would have been back there. He would have been a perfect guy to sign with Texas, exactly. He'll probably end up with the Dodgers now. Right. 413-445-4234 to call us here on WTBR Sports Talk at 14 minutes after 10. Well, we got to get into the National Football League because I'll tell you, <laughs> I don't care if it's Jason Garrett, you and I, Freddie Kitchens, you know, uh, the girl that lives down the road from me. I mean, the Giants' offense is pathetic. They are absolutely pathetic. I'll take a win. And one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. I mean, yes, they turned the ball over four times Philadelphia, and the Giants took advantage by getting 13 points. I mean, Daniel Jones, I'm sorry. I mean, this line is so bad between Daniel Jones. And just to show you how great Freddie Kitchen's game plan was, Philadelphia comes into this game, right, with the worst tight end defense in the National Football League. Okay, Evan Ingram catches three passes. Okay, Kenny Galladay catches three passes. I mean, can you go down the field a little bit? And then they have a three-man rush, Philly, and, and Daniel Jones has to be, like, forced out of the pocket because this line is so bad. And you know what the problem is? The problem to me is the running game, and the biggest problem is Saquon Barkley. Yes, we have a phone call right now. Let's, let's go to the phones for the first time today. All right. Good morning on WTBR Sports Talk. Who am I talking to? Uh, Eddie Court, calling Pittsfield. Hey, Eddie, how you doing, brother? What's going on? Two contracts about the Yankees. Yeah. Aaron Hicks and Jacoby Ellsbury. Ellsbury's gone. But those are two contracts they have to eat. I hate Aaron Hicks. 
I agree. I, you know, I, I liked him when he was healthy, but yeah. both those guys, they're never healthy. You know, obviously, Ellsbury's gone, but... <laughs> yeah, wasn't that a great contract from Cashman? How do you like that one? Yeah. I didn't like it either. You no, know, even going back to Steinbrenner, they got the money to spend. It takes a lot for your time. <laughs> That was a great call. That's a great call. Short to the point. That was great. You still there? I guess not. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Short and sweet right here on WTBR 4454234. That was short and sweet. Well, Aaron Hicks, let me tell you something about Aaron Hicks. This guy, well, I don't understand the fascination with Aaron Hicks. I really don't. Okay. Here's a guy who's a 235 lifetime hitter. Oh, but he's a switch hitter. Oh, boy. So he can hit 150 from one side, you know, and whatever, and 150 from the other side. I mean,. This guy is not that good. Also, he gets hurt all the time. When has he ever played a full season for the Yankees? I mean, he was injured as a player in Minnesota before they got him. That's something I love about Cashman. Everybody he gets has an injury problem. You know, whether it's James Paxton had a history of injuries. You know, whether it's, you know, Aaron Hicks had a history of injuries. And then he goes out and he gets Joey Gallo, hits 160. And I was so dead against Joey Gallo. I was so dead against him getting Joey Gallo. When they got him, I went, oh, my God. I he's, can't. The, he's the true three outcomes player. Oh, my God. But, but, he, but he walks a lot. He takes a lot of walks. Oh, <laughs> please. The guy hit 160, okay? Tony Gwynn is rolling over in his grave going, oh, my God. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, that was a short and sweet call. I would have liked to have elaborated a little bit on the, uh, on the Aaron Hicks thing. It was at a seven-year, $153 million contract the Yankees gave to Ellsbury. And I said, good. I'll it's never, your problem now. I'll never forget that night. And my buddy John Jastrzemski, who's now doing uh, Spotify, was on the fan for 10 years. I called John that night. And I said, you got to be kidding me. He said, we both agreed this is the worst contract. And Ellsbury had like that one year, and that was it for him. He, I mean, he goes and hits his head. He's out for a month. He hits out for a year. He gets a shoulder problem. I mean, it's just ridiculous. That guy was ridiculous. Laughing all the way to the bank. Him and Bobby Bonilla. They must be living together in an apartment down in Soho. I mean, taking taking their paychecks and taking vacations. I mean, <laughs> I laugh every year. It's Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Happy Bobby Bonilla. You still got another fourteen years of that. Yeah, right, Twenty thirty five yeah. is when that. Uh, Here's when my that runs check. Out. Here's my check in the mail, boy. That's a way to live, huh? Oh man. Oh man. Could you believe that? Yeah, I'm still looking for my. I'm <laughs> looking at the pro. I'm looking at the array board. Go. Where's my third? Where's my drop ins? Anyway, ten eighteen right here on WTBR Sports Talk, and uh, give us a call four one three four four five. Four two three four. Eddie checking in from Pittsfield. Eddie, you could have gotten more time on there, but that was quick. Let me tell you, quick and to the point. Okay, so he's discussing center field. So who's the center fielders that are left out there now? Um, what's his name? I really like the kid from Minnesota. They just resigned. Him. Buxton, seven years, a hundred mil. Seven years, a hundred mil for, for a guy that played fifty-one games yeah. last year. He's the he's uber talented, but always hurt. Always hurt, right? He's the Jacoby Ellsbury of the new millennium. I mean, you know. There's a guy who can really play center field. I mean, he's excellent defensively. He's not a bad hitter, but he's damn good in the outfield, you know. But, man, I tell you, like, I don't know who's playing. The Yankees, who's playing first? It's like what's on first, who's on second, you know, I don't know who's on third. I mean, you got a first baseman now. We don't know who's playing first next year. Is it Rizzo? Is it Ellsbury? Ellsbury's not a first. Not Ellsbury. I mean, <laughs> like, is it DJ? Is DJ playing first base? Uh, who else is at first base? Can we stop with the DJ LeMay who's a first baseman? Know, nonsense. Know, He's not a first, first baseman. baseman. Enough of it. I know. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. And then you got, you know, who's playing shortstop? Um, G. Rochella, he's a to me, he's a nice player, but he's not a he's not a really th- a third baseman. We talk about third baseman with power numbers and driving in runs. We got eleven home runs and like forty nine runs by. That's not what you want from your third baseman. He's a, he's a perfect he's a, fifth infielder. Yeah, he's a utility guy who can come yeah. in and do all kinds of things. Spot guys when they have days off. But to me, he's not. So they have really who's playing third base right now? And Gary Sanchez is still catching. 
Are they going to tender him a contract again this year? Or did they tender him a contract? Not that I know of yet. Okay. Because they almost they, they thought about non-tendering him last year and then paying him five mil. Guy's one of the worst catchers in the league. Oh, he's terrible. And he's he got a great it. arm. He's got a great arm, but he's he's just. You need the Yankees stink up the middle. They stink up the middle. They have a lousy defensive catcher. They have no shortstop, and they have no center fielder. That's a great way to go, you know. And I don't want Aaron Judge playing center field all year, okay, with his injury history. I want him playing right field. He's a Gold Glove right fielder. Let him play right field, you know. And Giancarlo Stanton kind of recreated himself, you know, playing left field. The guy needs to be out in the field. I know. He's, he's a much better hitter when he plays the field. That Crazy. was nice to see him. You know, you're paying a guy thirty-three million dollars a year. He ought to be playing some defense. Exactly. So wait, so getting back to the National Football League, as we were talking about before Eddie's call. Um, okay, so I want to talk about Saquon Barkley. I cannot take another year of Saquon Barkley. Listen to these numbers. 13 rushes for 40 yards with a 3.1 average. His high run was 32 yards on nine carries. The rest of the eight carries were for plus one yard. I mean, I'm tired of... This guy should be on Dancing with the Stars, okay? As far as I'm concerned. Let him go dance with people, all right? I mean, that's all he does is dance behind the line. I'd rather see a guy like Booker run between the tackles. It's ridiculous. And I was talking about the game plan. You know, again, I don't care if it's Freddie Kitchens or you and I. I mean, this team is so bad offensively. I'm sorry. I'm not sold on Daniel Jones. He's not the answer to this team. Yes, would it be better if they had a, a, a more efficient offensive line? Yes. Would it be better if they had a better running game? Absolutely. What would it be like if he had a better running game? What would it be like if he had a better line? That's you know that remains to be seen. Are you going to sign this guy to a, to a contract? You know, next year you're going to bring him back on what the fifth year? What do they call it? what is it? Uh, uh, you know, the fifth, fifth year, year option. option. I mean, what are you going to do at that point? Are you going to bring him back? But the thing is that he does some things that are nicely. Here's my problem with him. Okay, basically, and I, I want to see if you agree with this. Okay, he's got a good arm. He's fairly accurate most of the time, okay? There's some times where he's not accurate, okay? He's got good legs. He's very athletic. The one thing he doesn't do well, he doesn't see the field well. He's a telegrapher. I'm so sick and tired of watching him go back and fade back for a pass and look at the same guy and look at the same receiver. Dude, overlook the field. That's his biggest problem. He does not see the field well, and I, and I just... I don't know if this is ever going to improve. You think it would improve with the coaching staff there saying, look, you got to overlook the field. You got to look for options rather than just going to your primary target every time. When was the last time you saw Daniel Jones walk up to the line and call an audible? Or point to the defense and he'd say, see this number 42? He's coming in, you know, and then the guy's moving around and kick his back leg and have a receiver come from one side to the other. You don't see it. Like you said, it's all telegraphed. Not very much at all. He doesn't, he's got tunnel vision. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's what I don't like about him. What I do like about him is his legs. They don't do design rollouts. And, I mean, the other day is so ridiculous. Like, the Giants have the ball. The defense gets a turnover. And I thought, I thought Julian Love was the best player on the field for the Giants the other day. They get a turnover, and, and the, the first play from scrimmage is a 13-yard loss on a misdirection play, which nobody's blocking. Slayton gets the ball, and he thir- uses 13 yards. The next thing you know, it's 3rd and 23, right? And here's the play on 3rd and 23, a one-yard game by Saquon Barkley. I mean, there's no throwing down the field. There's no Galladay. What was the point? Can, you know, the, I mean, Andrew Thomas has more touchdowns this year than Kenny Galladay, okay? And he's an offensive lineman. I mean, Kenny Galladay has been a complete bust. For this team. Evan Ingram caught three passes. If you know that Philadelphia has a poor tight end defense all year, the worst in football, why aren't you throwing to your tight end more than three times in a football game? And Jalen Hurts threw three picks. Right. There's no reason that game should have been that close. It's it's just ridiculous. Their offense is so anemic to watch. It's so boring. They're such a boring offensive team. It is... 
<laughs> it's so bad. So here's something for you. Last night, let's talk about the Pats. Se- no, Seattle lost last night, right? To the to, yeah, to I, the Washington football I was, by team. By the way, I was ten and four this weekend. So oh, uh, Russell Wilson's not happy. He wanted. He wanted. He he put the Giants on this list of four teams he wouldn't mind being traded to. But is he that Which, good anymore? Well, he's well, okay. he's, he's hurt. I mean, right. and I think he's purposely hurt. I don't think he wants to be there anymore. Is that because is that because of Pete Carroll? What he doesn't get along with Pete Carroll. You know, he he was cooking last year. The first half of the season, he was going nuts, and then they changed the you know the whole game plan around. He should have been traded this past off season. He grieved it on the Patriots play though, didn't he? Hey, three guys, let's call. Yeah, let's throw the ball in the middle of the field at the yeah. end of the game, right? Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll forever love him for that yeah, one. Yeah, I know yeah. you will. I know you will. But I, you know, just. <sighs> I, would I take Russell Wilson right now on the Giants? But then Russell Wilson's going to get sacked like crazy because there's no line. His escapability is certainly better than Daniel Jones. Oh, come on. you got Nate Solder, man. Right, come of course. Now. It's Nate Solder. Absolutely. He's a, Oh, my God. Is he horrible? Saquon Barkley is driving me nuts. I mean, I can't stand. It's like one yard, a minus one yard in a cloud of dust. This guy's done. You're not re-signing this guy. I'm sorry. You, unless this guy wants to come back for hundred grand. I mean, this guy's just... It's, and the fact that they took him second in the draft... You know, if you're second in draft, and in the end of the game, right, the Giants get a turnover, right? There's like a minute 50 seconds left in the game, and Barkley gets the ball and can't run. It's like, dude, can you get a first down? This team couldn't even get a first down to put the game away. Philly gets the ball back, and one of the Philly receivers drops the ball. It would have been a touchdown. Two guys dropped the ball, which I thought one was an interference penalty. Grabbed the guy around the legs as he's falling into the end zone. I'm like, come on, man. Joe Judge is just a joke. Oh, please. I'm so sick of his press conferences. The same is the same tone. Well, you know, he thought it was really good. Now we we, we want to go there and look at some tape. And uh, I'm I'm like, shut up already, Sergeant Hulk. Okay. I can't take it anymore. So uh, (laughs) I got to do my weekly Bill Belichick impression. There you go. Anyway, we're going to take a little bit of the timeouts for some messages. And uh, then we will return uh, right promptly here with uh, more WTBR Sports Talk. We'll be back right after this message. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'll be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. Wheeling the Pathways of Life is a snapshot of the day-to-day experiences of disabled individuals as they navigate the world around us. We wish to shed light on and open your eyes to a new perspective of people with disabilities. Listen to Wheeling the Pathways of Life every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. on WTBR 89.7 FM with a live simulcast on Access Pittsfield, cable channel 1301. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. 
And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. No nonsense. No messing around. Just 100% pure rock. Unplug your appliances. We need the power. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk. Robbie Zucker, Sean Cronin here on a Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning. I'm getting ahead of myself. 1028 here, 413-445-4234-445-4234, WTBR-FM. And uh, just, this, just this in. Here, read the news. Here's a headline. <laughs> Steve used to go, LV25. When he first started, it was a live read. The Wakona Warriors are headed to the Super Bowl, and 89.7 WTBR has you covered. WTBR is proud to present live coverage of the Division 7 state championship between the Wakona Warriors and the Wakasset, is it, oh, Wakasset Skippers. Live from Gillette Stadium this Wednesday beginning at 5.20 p.m. The Wakona Warriors are looking to bring the state championship home to the Berkshires and WTBR will be there live December 1st beginning at 5.20 p.m. WTBR's coverage of Wakona Road to the championship comes from CK, Homescapes, Berkshire, Culinary Group, Berkshire Graphics, the Pittsfield Cooperative, Banks, LP, Adams, Dewey Public House, and the Bianchi Barabota Family Foundation. I guess I pronounced that right. Yeah, Bianchi there, Bianchi Barabota Family Foundation. So let's hope the Warriors win the Super Bowl and uh, come back, you know, because they're better than the Giants are right now, even though the Giants won. Don't you love the mediocrity of the National Football League? Four and seven, you know, four and five, you know, five and seven competing for, you know, in the hunt. They put in the hunt. The four and seven teams are there. If, If the season ended today, the Washington football team would be the number seven seed in the NFC with a five and six record. They wanted parity in the NFL. They got it. And there's not, I don't see one team in the NFL that just goes, yeah, we're going to run away with this. The closest team I see right now would be the, the Arizona Cardinals, but we've got to get Kyler Murray back. And the Patriots. I mean, I, I, am, I, I am a little biased, but they've won six in a row, and they, they look good doing what did it. I t- what did I tell you about, what, two months ago, that they would be better, they would improve every week, and now they've won six in a row. And, hey, how about my boy yesterday, 310 yards through the year, and his best quarterback rating yesterday. So uh, he's, he's been great. I said at the beginning of the year that Mac Jones would be the best quarterback that was drafted this year, and he would at least be the most productive in terms of you know, who he's with because he's with the Patriots. And obviously, Bill Belichick's done a great job this year. He's done his best coaching this, this season, and I, really. And they stomped. Uh, uh, kind of a beaten-up Tennessee team, but Tennessee's a good team, but they stomped over him yesterday. I mean, really. Still gave up 270 yards on the ground, but it's like, with, you know, Tennessee the week before, Tannehill, they, they had 470 yards of offense, but Tannehill threw four picks. Yesterday, he, they, they fumbled the ball three times, or Sunday, whatever it was. But uh, Belichick, they asked him after the game, how does, how does it feel getting your eighth win on the year? And he goes, well, it was, it, was, uh, it was a good game. Uh, we, we, we did some things well, but uh, last time I checked, uh, eight wins doesn't clinch anything. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just, and, and all fired up Bill Belichick there at the podium. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's all fired up, I'll tell you. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, man, they do things so well, though. They organize so well. They game plan so well. Anything that surprise you? By the way, my Chargers stink. I mean, I, I knew, you know, that's the, those are, there, there were, what, two games, I think three games that I lost this weekend. That was it. I had a great weekend as far as picking games. 
But uh, I picked the Rams. Well, that was a big mistake. Boy, the Rams have lost three in a row. They look terrible defensively. Water, I mean, they're Waterworld. Hollywood bust. bust. <laughs> and Matthew Stafford looks like Jared Goff 2.0 out there. And Green Bay looks like the, the, the team to beat in the NFC. I think he's hurt. I think, I, think, uh, I think Matthew Stafford is hurt. I think he's playing hurt. They said he was playing hurt, so I think he's playing hurt at this point. I mean, but... The Rams, I figured, you know, they could run the ball in Green Bay. They could, you know, they could get some offense going with uh, Green Bay's injuries and so forth. But, you know, the Packers, give them credit. Aaron Rodgers is so good. Could you imagine the Patriot teams? I mean, I, look, believe me, Brady's great. But can you imagine with Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is just as good, if not better, in terms of the way he throws his accuracy. Guy's tremendous. He really the guy just does. has a little, a little flick of his wrist, and the ball goes thirty yards down the field. It's just unbelievable the talent that guy has. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I can't even imagine like the Giants with him. Somebody said, "Oh, why don't we sign Aaron Rodgers?" Like, yeah, he'll be on his rear end too because he won't be able to get protected. But he'll find a way. There's certain things about Daniel Jones that that bother me. The same thing, like he's like Baker Mayfield. He has problems in the pocket, problems with pocket presence and stuff like that, you know, and so forth. But it makes makes ill advised throws. But but going back to Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he's just so damn good. Anything else that's Surprised you uh, the other yeah, the other day as far as the as far as the National Football League scores and so forth. I mean, there was well, how about how about you know Thanksgiving? How about Sean Hockley wanted to be the, the center of attention that whole game that the uh, Dallas uh, Vegas Raiders game twenty eight combined penalties. Who do and, I hate more? And and you know I like Mike McCarthy after the game. They asked him about the game. He goes, they, they threw they threw a crap load of flags. What the hell do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? He goes. You can mark that down. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten fined yet. But amazing. It was just the Thanksgiving games were they were they were they were could, terrible. They were terrible. Can we get the Lions? Can we please get the Lions off Thanksgiving games? I mean, I can't stand it. That was one of the worst games. I had the Lions. I picked. That was one game I lost. And they were eight minutes away, and they let Chicago drive right down the field for the game-winning field goal. That, uh, that was actually a pretty decent game. I mean, Andy you, Dalton looked pretty good. <laughs> Come I mean, on. the red rifle. Who are you drinking, man? man? Come on. <laughs> four one three four four five four two three four. Come on, that, I couldn't stand. I'm like, oh my god, do I have to get tortured by the lions every? Maybe I didn't I had see, too I much red wine the, during the game. Yeah, I, I, made, made my made, gave me a beer goggles watching them. Maybe is that what I, you're saying? Yeah, I didn't see the Dallas game. I turned. I, I didn't get a chance. I was doing something else. I think I was probably watching the Ranger game. That's why Dak Prescott is the most overrated, overpaid oh, absolutely. quarterback. He, absolutely. he stinks. Absolutely, he stinks. He's just overrated. He's not good on third and long. You have to. If you put a position where he's, you know, third down and long, he, he has a difficult time with those situations. But, but yeah, I mean, and then, of course, the, the, the game at the end, I mean, the, the, night, the night game, it was okay. You know, I watched some of it. But uh, it's, you know, Thanksgiving games, you know, after a while, the night game after a while, it's like you get tired of it. I like the day games and stuff, but I guess three games, they put those on, they're going to get the ratings and so forth. But, uh, and then last night's game, I picked Washington. They won. They're also in the hunt, you know, as you said. You know, the season so. ended today that five and six, they'd be the seventh overall seed. And to me, it's not parity. It's mediocrity. I mean, the, se- the teams are just mediocre. So I think that, you know, the Saints are going to go, they're going to go back with, uh, uh, what's his face? They're tight. Uh, the tight end there that they converted to a quarterback, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, yeah. And, which is better than Trevor Simeon because oh. Trevor Simeon likes to throw the ball to the wrong damn team all the time. So I don't think Taysom Hill is a quarterback, but you know at least he doesn't turn the ball over. Trevor Simeon, what a joke that guy is. Yeah, and, and, and Tampa Bay won. I, had, I picked at first. I looked at the Colts, and I said, okay, well, all right, let's take Tampa because I felt that Fournette could run, and boy, he run. 
And uh, he was the difference in the ball game. I mean, Brady had an okay game, not a great game. It, you see, the thing about the Bucks now is Brady doesn't have to throw over 300 yards. He doesn't have to do that because they have a great front seven that can you know stop stop people. Even though they gave up a ton of runs, it's an indoor game, so I'm not really looking at. I think I still think Tampa's front seven is excellent. But I mean, you know, there's a situation where you know Brady doesn't have to be a 300 yard passer every time because he's got Fournette because he's got other guys that can that can substitute you know the long throws and stuff like that. They can play a short game. And they were dinking and dunking their way down the field. And it was a tie game. The Colts had just scored. There was three minutes left. I said, you know what? I said, Brady, he's going he's gonna to drive them down the field, and they're going to score the game-winning touchdown. And obviously Fournette did, and that was the end of that game. So right now, when you look at the best teams in football, who's theirs? I don't know. To me, Tampa Bay is the best team until somebody beats them in the playoffs. They really are. You know, When you look at the combination of talent they have, and if everybody's healthy— they're tough to beat. They're I still, I beat. still got to go Green Bay, but you know, but I don't they, know. They, they last year, last year, and they lost at home. Lost at home, yeah, because yeah. well, the coach is a complete idiot for not even giving Rodgers a chance. And Rodgers could have run into the end zone. I have no idea what he was doing, throwing across his body into three people with Devontae Adams standing there being surrounded. And then on the fourth down, they kicked the field goal. And I'm watching the game. I'm going, you got to be kidding me! You're going to kick a field goal and give Brady back the ball with two minutes? What are you crazy? You'll never get the ball back the rest of the game. That's stupid. Are you a Hall of Fame quarterback? You're not going to allow a, a fourth down play in a, in a championship game. You've got to be out of your mind. He should have been thrown out. They should have, Steve, he should have been the Steve Bartman of Green Bay, for crying out loud. It's just ridiculous. Steve Bartman. Remember Steve Bartman? Oh, yeah. Poor Steve Bartman, yeah. I he mean, had to go into hiding for years. Oh, my God. He's the same guy who stood up during springtime for Hitler and applaud. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? How about poor Cam Newton? Five oh twenty one. It's the oh. hair. I'm telling you, it's the hair. It's yeah. the hair. Cam, get a haircut, please. Do me a favor. What is that? It's, it's like, I, I can't figure out what that is. The guys, cooked. it's like you know, early. It's what is that? Is that it's like buckwheat for crying out? What is that kind of hairdo there? I don't get it. I mean, the guy's done. He really is done. And, and Darno's so bad. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do in Carolina. Poor coach rule. He has no idea what they're going to do next. No, why, why? Why did Carolina when they traded for Darno? Why did they automatically pick up his fifth year option? Why don't you see what you got? I know you first? mentioned that, I mean, that last was, week. I have no idea. It's just so dumb to me. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. So four one three four four five four two three four. We need some callers here on WTBR Sports Talk. Uh, talk a little NFL, a little baseball. Um, I didn't even want to talk basketball. The Knicks are so ugh, so inconsistent. I mean, they, they get clobbered by a really good, really good Phoenix Suns team. That team's good. How good is Booker, man? That guy's awesome. That guy's so good. And the Celtics stink. And the, the Knicks, and for a team that used to play defense, the Knicks can't play defense anymore. They get guys like Kemba Walker and Fournier. They don't play defense. It's like, how do you not stress defense? You know, it's about moving your legs. It's about putting your arms up. You know, it's like you can play defense if you work hard on the court. But if you don't give a frog's fat rear end about it, then they're not going to really do anything. I mean, and they're just inconsistent. I mean, Randall had nine points the other night in 32 minutes. Nine points. R.J. Barrett, I'm not sold on R.J. Barrett. So one game, he'll have 35 points. Next game, he disappears. So, and the Celtics are what? The Celtics are about 500 right now, too, yeah, right? Lingering right yeah. around 500. Yeah, yeah they so. won last night. Jason, oh, okay. Jason Tatum had his best night of the year shooting. Two, yeah, I didn't even catch the game last night. Two for 16. Who'd they beat last night? Uh, Toronto. Oh, Toronto, okay. Jason Tatum, two for 16 last night. Very of, efficient. A lot of improved two for 16. What, from three-point land? He only, took, he only attempted five three-pointers. And he was 216 from inside the paint. Yeah. Wow. What, does he ever play? He never plays with his back to the basket, right? He never posts up. Never. He never tries to break. I never see him try to, you know, he's so athletic. You never see him break down the defense as much as he should. He should be head faking and putting that ball on the floor and getting to the foul line get, and getting there and really, you know, 
getting more shots inside and drawing more contact. I mean, I was laughing when the Knicks got to the line eight times in a basketball. Actually, they got to the line 12 times and got eight foul shots. They made eight foul shots and took 48 shots from 24 feet. And somebody said, gee, why did they lose? I'm, well, that's the reason, you know. Eight times. Like, Shaq would get to the line eight times in a quarter. <laughs> I mean, that's just... And then, miss, and then miss eight shots. And miss eight shots, yeah. <laughs> oh, the NBA is just unwatchable. It, it's yeah. just become absolutely unwatchable. i got to make uh, switched gears for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Michigan beating Ohio State. Jim Harbaugh finally off the schneid. That was great. Yeah. That was a great I game to Michigan, watch. Michigan, but that's okay. Yeah, Alabama, four overtimes to beat Auburn. They got to play undefeated Georgia in the in the SEC championship game this weekend. I know you said you're not a big college fan, but those are just well, you had to bring Alabama in it, sprinkle guy. in a little college. I'm a little for a Alabama second. guy when I was growing up. You know, my, I told you my my mom's best friend, dad played for Alabama way way back when Bear Bryant played. But uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a different game, you know, for me than pro football. I like I like some of it, but I mean it used to be a lot better. Now I don't like the college bowl series. I think it's stupid. I think you had to have a real playoff, not just four teams. And stuff. Georgia to me is the best team in the country right now. Should be eight teams in that. Yeah, Georgia's Georgia's probably the best team in the country. And where did Cincinnati all of a sudden get a football program? How did this happen suddenly? I mean, the Bearcats were always a great basketball program, but suddenly they're a great football program. What the hell happened there? I have no idea. They've been one of the best teams in the country all year, so I would put them up there. Obviously, Alabama, Michigan. I'm trying to think of some other teams that you know could be up there. But uh, Ohio State was Ohio up State, there, but yeah. Michigan knocked them off. Right. But I would, I would say right now, to me, if I had to pick one team that's the best team in the country, I would say Georgia's probably the best team in the country. But, uh, you know, I've been a Bama fan, you know, since the days of Major Ogilvie, you know, in those days. And uh, I watched, uh, you know, I used to watch those games when Joe Montana was playing for, for Notre Dame. And to hear, you know, like, Keith Jackson, oh, everybody, Keith Jackson here, live from Tuscaloosa, you know, there'd be, be oh, what a fumble. You know? <laughs> Speaking of Notre Dame, Brian yeah. Kelly just left Notre Dame to go coach LSU. Wow. And Lincoln Riley left really Oklahoma to, to go to USC. I know. Yeah. How do you like that for USC? I heard this morning that uh, he, he owned two houses in Norman, Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley. Right. USC bought those houses. They bought him a $6 million house in Southern California, wow. $110 million contract, and 24-7 use of a private jet. Some good things, folks. <laughs> to coach a college football team. Unbelievable. 413-445-4234. Robbie Zucker and Sean Cronin here on our usual Tuesday slot right here at WTBR. Give us a call at 445-4234. Where's my buddy Rob? We were talking last night, and uh, Rob and I were talking about uh, you know the everything, especially the baseball salaries, how ridiculous they are and stuff. So I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering what's left. Trevor Story's left out there. Who's other free agents? I'm trying to think of other guys that are out there. that are Clayton Kershaw's out there in terms of pitching. He's like really the last. Would you, If you were the Yankees or the Red Sox, would you sign a guy like Clayton Kershaw? Even though he's injured, and even though he's going to make a really a major high salary, he's going to ask for a lot of money. I mean, he's one of the great pitchers in the modern era. Let's be honest. Not great in the playoffs, but if you look at his numbers in the modern era, he's probably the best out there. Maybe the last twenty years. I mean, I, I can't see anybody other than the Dodgers. I mean, why? Why would he want to leave? Why would you want to leave? Why would you want to? I mean, that's why I don't understand about guys like Corey Seager. And it's, why do you want to put on the Texas Ranger uniform? I, I I could see Trevor Story going to the Dodgers, but I mean, you know. I mean, Trey's, Trey's still playing. Trey will play shortstop this year, which is his natural position. Right. I love Trey Turner. He'll be a free agent next year. What if the Yankees and the Red Sox did? Well, the Red Sox have bogey, but what, what if the Yankees did this? What if the Yankees just, you know, signed, say, a guy, you know, a, a, like a fill-and-gap sort of player for a year with the Yankees, and then they go out and, they, and try to get Trey Turner next year? And you know the Dodgers are going to outbid the Yankees for Trey Turner. Let's be honest. Hal Steinbrenner is a cheap guy now, all right? Let's be honest, Okay. Yes, I know he signed Cole with $36 million and so forth, but let's be honest. This guy has not played a part in really going after any you know solid free agents this year. I don't know what they're going to do. They talked about trades. They talked about getting, uh, what's his name, first baseman Ol- Olsen from uh, 
Oakland. O- yeah, from Oakland. They talked about that move. Um, there's been rumors about you know other players coming to the Yankees, and you know there was the Buxton you know rumor. Of course, that's you know a non-factor now because he obviously signed with Minnesota. But I mean, I just I don't know what they're going to do. There's more holes there than a golf course. I just don't understand what they're going to do. Joey Gallo and, could play first yeah, base. Joe, Joe, that's right. You could put Joey at first base. Oh man, Joey Gallo. What about Andahar? Whatever happened to him? He just oh, kind of boy. fell out of their plans. Is he just is yeah, he's always hurt. He's still, you know what? He's still on the active roster, forty man roster. But they got this. Doesn't make any sense to me. They got rid of Tyler Wade. Okay, Tyler Wade's not a great player, but he's a versatile guy. He can come off the bench. He has speed. He can play third. He can play short. He can play second. He, can play and he hits the for average. And he's and he's been hitting this year. He actually hit for average. Yeah, you know, and he's a guy that can get on base and then steal a base. It's crazy. Four one three four four five four two three four. We got a caller right here on WTBR Sports Talk. Yeah, go ahead. You're on the air. Hello, Robbie. Yeah, Robbie from Lake Success, brother. Hey, what's up, Robert? How are you, sir? I can't complain. Listen, you are you guys are killing it, man. <laughs> tell that to the tell that to the program directors. We asked for more time. <laughs> As for the program <laughs> department, I know. <laughs> Cookie cutter stuff I have to listen to down here in New York is, is sickening, absolutely sickening. You know, okay, I know this is a big day for baseball, for baseball because you know hockey obviously. The Rangers are hot. The table right now, and, and, and but for this week anyway. And as far as football giants, not much really to talk about other than the fact that's a mirage. I'm going to tell you something, Robbie, and I told you privately: the Yankees are going to sign uh, Gaudy. No, no, What's your reason, Rob? I know you're a Yankee well, hater, but what's you your what? reason? Are you just a like party. He's hoping that Gordy signs. I, 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 <laughs> let, 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 let me give you the reason. Number one, oh God, he's he's pesky. Oh he's please, just, he, he's one of these guys that's a pain in the butt if you're an opponent. Now he strikes out. He's old. But the Yankees, Hicks is going to get hurt this year. You know that. So is Gardner. He's not going to be able to last. The Yankees need they need they need him for one respect because why what he make him a coach? <laughs> well, you know what? All make him a bench coach if he's pesky. He could be a third base coach since they love third base Robbie. coaches so much in Yankee Stadium. They like to fire what third base what coaches. And look who they hired for coach. Look who they hired the third base coach. They hired the former manager of the Mets. And congrats to the Angels for I mean, getting Phil Nevin as their why new uh, or the Padres. Why, why, why aren't they spending them? What's the reasoning on that? What for? Gar- for, for not wanting Gardner back? No, 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 no. Get, going after the shortstop. Why aren't they? Why aren't they because why Hal aren't they, Steinbrenner. Because Hal Steinbrenner doesn't want to spend any more. He doesn't want to go over the luxury tax threshold. That's why. I mean, George so Steinbrenner is rolling over in his grave. His dad's rolling over in his grave. Went out and they spent all this money on this, you know, on this pitcher. Who well, don't get me wrong? In theory, was probably the right decision. I think what they did going initially, they had the right idea. But you know what? Now that now they got their hands strapped, so now they're stuck with now you know now they're stuck with this guy. Okay, you got Stanton, who's another one. Who's, who I mean, don't get me wrong; he's a good player. And just because you know they lost the play, the play, the play in game. All right, it happens. That's 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 that, that, that's they what? stunk. Look it's at the no lineup. Joey Rizzo batting leadoff. There you go. There's a well, well, typical prototypical leadoff hitter. You want Rizzo? Do you want Rizzo? I'd rather have Freddie Freeman, but you know he's going to resign with the Braves. Yes, I'd like Rizzo. I want a gold glove yeah, first baseman. I want a gold glove guy, okay? 
He's a slam dunk. You have to take him. Absolutely. You must resign him. I mean, it doesn't make sense. They won't. They they'll let him go. They'll make LeBayu a first baseman or something. And they'll, well, you know, they'll pick you know up somebody what? off the they, scrap heap and make him a third baseman. They lost, they lost that lefty bat that they need. They, listen, every so what Now, if you're looking at what basically happened here, <laughs> by by spending all this money last year on this, uh, you know, on this pitcher, now, now they basically get, got their hands strapped. The difference between the Yankees and the Mutts. I can't even call them the mutts anymore on the other side of town. I have to, I have to call them the Mets now because they're real now. I mean, I was calling them the New York mutts because it's <laughs> so awful, okay? And, and the New York mutts, I love it. That's great. Well, they showed me Meet something. Beat the mutts. Beat the mutts. Beat the, the mutts. Meet the, the mutts. You know, doesn't it make you sick when people call them the Metropolitans? That's what Steve I used mean, to go. The New York Metropolitans. Oh my God. Steve was the only they're, guy who referred to them as the Metropolitans. I mean, that is true. That's their real, that's their real name. But I call them. Look, but all kidding aside, <laughs> because this owner, Cohen, oh, had please. such deep pockets. Please. I know, I know. You're feeling. Listen, Ugh. the guy grew up in my neighborhood, man. He, he went to my high school. Oh, did he go to your high school? Him and Jim and Johnny okay. boy, right? Yeah. He, he, he's a great. He was a great boy. But but he, he, here's the thing. This this guy has such deep pockets, and even if. Scherzer, you know, kind of isn't as great. Or I'm not gonna, He's not going to be a boss. This guy is the best, probably, I think, the most consistent pitcher out there. Okay? It was, it was really a You're talking about Scherzer? You're talking about Scherzer? Talking about Scherzer? Oh, he's going he's gonna to yeah, make a Scherzer, culture much. Scherzer he's going to take, oh, yeah, he's gonna take a much better and culture. The Mets, the, I, I, I won't call them the much. The Mets are actually a win-now team, okay? And if they can do something in the next two, two to three years, then it's going to pay off. But... I look at it this way. This guy's got so much money. If it turns out to be uh, it was just an okay move, look, the the, the, um, the A paid $20 million for the, for four, the so-called four. So that's a paying double for a, for, a, for a known legitimate ace. That just shows you how crazy this sport is now. $43 million? Dollars, more, $43 million. It's just, I, Rob, it's I, ridiculous. I, now we're talking about a whole different ballgame because when you say to yourself, it's ridiculous. When a guy's going out to the mound and he's going to be throwing every pitch he throws is about twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, we I were saying that yesterday. Remember, we were talking fifteen grand a pitch, when, right? Twenty five thousand dollars. I'm going to throw in that ballpark figure, depending on how many how many starts. The guy makes more you know, money on a pitch than I make in a year for crying out loud. My God. Well, you know what, Robbie? You and most people in this country, yeah. it, it, it's you know, it, it's absolutely. It's a travesty that it people are, you know, struggling out there, <sighs> and these guys are making what they're making. But you know, and then they want to, and then they want to lock themselves. Then they want to strike and, and walk out on, on the fans, right, with all this well, garbage. You know what? Look, here, 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 so sick of it. The rea- here's the reality. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we're we're going nowhere. Sports is this is the way it is. People like the, the sports talk shows, the the big time businesses, the cable networks. They're all paying these. Sports teams, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Right. So till till these organizations say, you know, we're not going to pay it anymore. See, what I would do if I was going to, if I, I'm, I'm on the owner's side, by the way, I'm not, I'm not a players guy. No, okay? no, no, I'm, I'm on nobody's players. side. I'm on the fan side. That's what I'm on. Well, I, but but that should be more like the owner's side, okay? Because the players think they're the game. The players are not the game. The players, they just, well, they they, are. just wearing a uniform. They're just wearing a uniform because when they go, look, Babe Ruth, when he left, he, no, he, 
sports continue. Everybody retires, and then the, the team still stays. But Rob, you know what? You know what? Though? Are the ones with all the risk. But Rob, players, they make seventy-five. Rob, they make they're, they're making seventy-five percent revenue on television. They couldn't care less who shows up in the ballpark at this point. Okay, they, 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 people the want to watch it on TV. People want to watch it on TV. You know. So, but why do you? However, the owners got there. Whether they were born into the money, whether Cohen made it on his own. He came from a modest family out here, and a wealthy family. But he basically became a hedge fund guy. He's a self-made billionaire. Yeah, but he's, a, he's an egomaniac. You know he's stop tweeting already. Stop tweeting already, Steve. Okay, we we had enough of your tweets, please. I, enough. I can't stand it anymore. You got a guy tweeting over there. Anyway, no, but that's no, no. I'm guys. saying that's what I'm saying. I don't follow. I don't go on social media anymore because I can't stand the tweeting. But I hear about nah, Steve Cohen know, I, and all I, I his comments on, 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 you know, on tweet. Enough, enough is enough with this guy. You know Please. what? Tweet. What is the tweet? You know, I want to tell you something. This guy's I made know, George I'm, Steimer I'm, look I'm like Little Lord Fauntleroy. I mean, I don't even know what a tweet is. Tweet, 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 tweet is a bird to me. <laughs> tweet, 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 Tweety Bird, Tweety Bird. From, from so wait, what about your Red Sox here? They haven't done anything either. The Red Sox haven't done anything either. They haven't signed in on who's I, playing you know first what? base I, next I, year. Who's, I, who's pitching? I'm they already surprised. lost E-Rod, huh? Well, well let, me t- let me tell you, I think what's going to happen is yeah. tonight, today should be a little, see, I'm kind of curious to see how today winds down, yep. whatever's left, okay? And then we're going into what we call a hibernation. And baseball is going to die for the next three months. You're going to hear a lot of yapping. I, what do you think? We're going to have a half season? What's your thought on what's going to going forward? What, as far as what? Just Major League Baseball? As far as how many games there's going to be. Well, I think that I mean, hopefully they won't. They'll, hopefully, they'll come up with some CBA conclusion and actually have a real, you know, a regular season that has that many games. But the idea of locking out or striking is just ridiculous. I mean, these are billionaires arguing with billionaires. It's ridiculous. And they are the only people well, who get screwed you know are the what? fans. I, I, they're the only, and the I, people I, who work. What about the people who vend? What about the people who sell hot dogs and I, shirts? What, what about the people who take you to your seats or sit there at, you know, when you go through the turnstiles and take your ticket? This is BS, Rob. I'm sick Rob, and tired of it. You this is going. Where's Marvin Miller for crying out loud? You, you know, know the problem you know, is too. You have a clown for Marvin commissioner. Mil- Marvin, and you have a clown for the head of the players union. Tony Clark is in over his head, and Rob Manfred's a clown. That's the problem. I mean, Marvin well, Miller would have fought for the players, but he would have probably negotiated something. Probably got something done. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, Robbie, I, we can we 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 have a round table here, but my thought, what I would do is, okay, how I would change baseball, because it's such a, it's such a top-heavy league right now. I understand teams like the Rays could go out and, you know, make, make, a, make a championship-level team on, on spending no money. But generally speaking, I would put it, I'd make it like the NFL. I would make it a, I would make it a hard cap, okay? I, I, of course, way, of course. Everybody has a chance. Of course. Everybody because what, the, the How'd you like to be a Pirates, Pirates fan every year? How'd you like to be a Pittsburgh you know, Pirates fan? And the Baltimore Orioles. You go, oh, uh, my God. The reason why the Yankees... The once great the Yankees, franchise. Well, look, the old Orioles. The, the Orioles are never going to win. Neither are the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Orioles, if, if the Yankees would have knocked off the Orioles last year, guess what? The Yankees would have been in first place. Correct. It's just, every, they beat up on the, uh, the... The Rays beat up on... on, on Bad team, which the Yankees just had some trouble with. Because the Yankees and, and stink. That's, that's, that's not baseball. <laughs> that's not baseball. The that's Orioles said that like, they're going to listen to offers on Cedric Mullins, their all-star center fielder, like the the only good player on that team. So you're just going to keep trading away all the good players. The Pirates are doing the same well, thing. They, they just they, traded they, away they their Golden Glove catcher. Franchise. Makes they, no as sense. As far as I'm looking at it, you've got you've got going into every season, you've got. Maybe half the teams have a chance to make the playoffs. There's been rumors about Reynolds coming to the Yankees, by the way, from Pittsburgh. So, 
That'll never happen. Anyway, listen, guys, let me let you run. Yeah, it's fine. It's going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy week going forward. Next week I'll check in again, and you'll see God is going to be a Yankee. Happy Hanukkah, by the way, Rob. There you go. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah. Two years, 24 million, Guardy Party. No way, please. He's not coming back. (laughs) He'll come back as a coach. That's it. Have a great day, guys. All right, thanks for calling, buddy. All right, lots of love. Okay, bye. That's uh, my buddy Rob Friedenlich, success calling there. The doctor, as he calls himself, the doctor. So Rob had a great show on Long Island for a while on radio. He was doing a great job What's and this? stuff. Brett Gardner, New York Yankees, agreed with no, three-year, $40 no, million. Dollars. No, I'm just kidding. Get out of here. I'm just, I'm just hopping I mean, on his bandwagon just to mess with you. He's messing with me because he knows how much I can't stand Brett Gardner anymore. It's like enough already with this guy. Please. I mean, you know how many times Brett Gardner comes up to the bat and I go, just push one up the line. Just push one up the line. Bang. Hitting to the shift to the second baseman or the outfielder. Bang. Out. End of inning. I mean... I'm sorry. Once in a while, he gives you good at bat. Once in a while, he pops a home run there. Your buddy Rob is right, though. He is pesky. I hate Brett Gardner every time he. he pesky seems like for he, what? Seems like he kills the Red Sox. What I is he pesky for? The pesky pole? I mean, <laughs> I just I can't stand him. What is he doing? It's 220. What what is it about him that you that you hate? He doesn't do anything. He may be a 220 hitter, but he like hits 400 against the Red Sox. It seems uh, like every time right. he play the Red Sox, he does something. Well, he gets a little pumped up. But why do you want to bring back this guy? He's what, 38 years old already. Come on, let's I get hope some you guys bring him there. back. Waste money <laughs> of on him. You do. <laughs> I tell you, when I leave here today, I'm going to Fat Boys Barbecue on on uh, Tyler Street. There you Street. go. So get, what's good there this I'm week? Getting, I'm getting a couple racks of ribs and some baked oh, beans, some macaroni and cheese. <laughs> it's, place, you said it's, it's pork just, ribs though, stuff I don't eat. So. Yeah. Well, they got a lot of good stuff there, chicken wings. Okay, oh, chicken wings I can handle. Stuff. Yeah, He's go. got a sausage crack dip there. It's really good. So, no, that place is great. My my buddy's cousin owns it. and uh, I, I've been craving ribs all week, so I just can't wait to. I know that there. guy was going to promote our show. I hope he does, man. You know, I hope somebody does at this point. <laughs> 10.57 right here on WTBR Sports Talk. Talking baseball, football most of the day. A lot of crazy baseball signings. Sean Cronin, Robbie Zucker for another three minutes. <laughs> Don't we wish it was another hour? We could talk about the NBA for a half an hour. We could talk more football. I could talk about baseball for another yeah, hour. I know. We could talk about baseball and the salary structure. It's just ridiculous. I mean, like I said, 75% of the revenue is from television. So if the fans don't show up, you know they're going to watch on TV, right? And you're going to start. You have to ban your television and ban your 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 your, your stadiums as well. You're going to have to ban both things. You know, if you really want to, you know, show the owners and the players something, basically. I, I agree with what Rob said about a hard cap in baseball. Of like course, the, you know, like the NFL though, with the way these quarterbacks are getting paid, you're going to have to have a salary cap for quarterbacks and then a salary cap for the rest of your team. Because you can't have a salary cap of like let's say 180 million dollars, and you're paying like Patty Mahomes 45 million dollars. So that means you got 130 million left to spend for 52 other players. I mean, it's the, it's the quarterbacks in the NFL, the pitchers in baseball. Their their salaries. I mean, you're gonna start paying these guys 50 million dollars a year. That Scherzer contract is, is setting that up to happen. But it's so irresponsible fiscally. I mean, it really is. I mean, when is, the next thing you're going to have is a $50,000 ball player per year. It's just, when is it going to end? Yeah. I mean, $50 million. <laughs> I'm going a little backwards. I mean, when is it ever going to end? Who needs, I mean, honestly, who needs this? What does Steve Cohen need? $16 billion. If I was that rich, man, I'd be having now $10,000 to everybody that walked on the street. Like, here, here's ten grand. Boom, here's ten. I have ten grand. Here's fifty grand. I would be building apartments for people. I'd, I'd, I'd take the homeless and solve the whole homeless problem. Pittsfield, for crying out loud. I mean, Scherzer said his preferred destination was any West Coast team. 
Money talks, man. But yeah. like you said, when is enough enough? He's when is enough money enough money? He's full of crap. He should have stayed with the Dodgers. Like you said, why wouldn't he want to wear crap. the Dodger blue? Of course, he's full of crap. And the Mets, it doesn't matter what the Mets do. I mean, the Mets the Mets are just a bad team every year. They're bad defensively. You know, they're juxtaposing players all over the place. You don't know who's playing first, who's playing second, who's playing the outfield. I guess there's no Michael Conforto contract, so where's Conforto going? You know who his agent is? Scott Boris. Who's the big, I mean, he's like the antichrist of, uh, you know, of professional sports. I mean, you know, the guy is just like, I mean, Every time he's, you ruined, hear it. he's ruined everything for baseball and for sports. I mean, with the agent, the way he is, the way he's just, just you know, going bananas to trying to get everybody his 50. That's his job, you know. Every time you hear, oh, this this player fired his agent and he's taking on Scott Boris. You go, well, that's the end of that guy on that team. Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Could you believe it's 10.59 already and we're about to head out again? Boy, those hours go fast. <laughs> wow. Anyway, we're signing off for another week. Everybody stay well. Go get vaccinated. Stay safe. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday right here on another edition of WTBR Sports Talk. So everybody stay well. All right. Talk to you soon. And uh, stay tuned for a lot of great music here on WTBR. Let's go. Let's go, Wakona High School. Let's go, Wakona. See you next week. See you next week.